Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to the fourth of the Build Me Up sessions here on Row Along. Remember these are for folks that are either new to rowing and looking to build up their strength and time on a rowing machine or people who have been injured or maybe ill and coming back to rowing and just want to make sure to build up back into things. Now as I've been doing so far we're going to get straight into some light rowing while I describe what today's session is going to be. Okay so let's get our machine set up, go to your drag factor, set that to where you want it to be. I'm still rowing on a slightly lower drag than normal. Normal. If you're not on a Concept 2, set the resistance to a point where you're able to get a good stroke, good feeling from it, but you don't have to heave against it to get whatever gets moving, moving. Next up, if you can, set your monitor to eye height so you're not having to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, your foot stretchers, if you can get them set to a point where as you come to the front of the machine, your shins are pointing vertically, that's ideal. If you're set too high, then you might not be able to quite get there. You'll be all bound up. If you're set too low, you might go scooting straight past. Okay, right. So let's just get into some light rowing. Um, I just want you to just make sure just to move up and down, put in a little bit of effort from your legs and arms, but not so much that you're exhausted. This is, after all, a warm-up, okay? So here we go then. In three, two, one, let's begin. Just nice and simple. Just push with the feet. Get the power from your legs. So push with those feet. And then try and connect the handle to the machine whether that's a flywheel, like on the Concept2, or a water wheel, or a magnet, whatever. Try to make sure that as you push your feet into the foot plates, your hands connect the handle to the machine at the same time. Now you can help that with your body position by having a forward tilt over your hips in towards the front of the machine and by keeping your arms nice and straight as well. And that really helps get that power transfer in there. So today's session is gonna be 12 minutes long. So just a two minute increase on top of yesterday's or the day before, whenever you did it. I'm doing these in succession, you see. And what we're gonna do, is two minutes at 20 strokes a minute at I can have a six or seven out of ten intensity and then one minute up at 28 strokes a minute at a higher intensity then we'll just do that four times and we're all done so a little bit of slower work to work on your base fitness and your technique and then some faster stuff to well work on your faster stuff it's important to get both elements in okay two more strokes for me and then that's the warm-up all done make sure to have a quick drink if you need it so 12 minutes we're getting up there duration wise if you think back to day one is only five minutes long and already we're up at 12 so remember the intensity you're supposed to be putting in through this is enough 
that you're kind of building yourself up, okay? You don't really want to be just tickling the machine. You don't want to just be going through the motions. Make sure to put a good push in through those legs. Make sure and get your heart rate up. I mean, even after that light rowing just then, you can tell I'm, I'm slightly out of breath. So get that heart rate up, get the breathing rate up and stuff as well. But don't get to a point where you're going to completely exhaust yourself and not be able to come back and do another session whenever you need to, okay? So that's the important part when it comes to intensity. I'm not really giving pace guides in terms of what I want you to see on the monitor in front of you. I just want you to think about your own body and what you're able to push yourself towards, especially if you're injured or coming back from injury or illness, where you really need to think about your body rather than pace. I'm not paying any attention at all to the pace that I'm rowing these at, okay? Right, so let's get into our main session then. So 12 minutes, I'm going to do two minutes at 20 strokes a minute, then one minute at 28, and we're just going to do that four times, and that will be our 12 minutes up, okay? So... Here we go then, let's get ready with our first, and there's no breaks by the way, just to say that, it's like a straight 12 minutes, no rests. Let's get into our first set of 20 strokes per minute then, in three, oh wait, I'm not even reset my monitor, oh you idiot. <laughs> Most people would stop and make an edit and do that again, not me. I'm just going to confuse you and you're like, what, I was ready to go. Right, here we go then, properly this time, in three, two, one, let's go. See, it's my level of lack of professionalism. That's either what brings people to the channel or what holds me back. This is why, uh, this is why I'll never be one of the top fitness brands. This is why the Apple fitness people weren't beating on my door to be an instructor or the Peloton people or whatever. They're like, yeah. You're good at what you do, mate, but you're kind of missing that professional streak that we really need here at Apple. <laughs> right, so remember, this is all about giving yourself time to be in the right body position and things for your stroke. If you can spend the time during these slower, low rate intervals to work on your technique, to think about that tilt forwards at the front and arms straight, and then pushing with the legs. When it comes to speeding up your stroke rate and adding in power, where to be fair, it's harder to think about technique. It's these moments that are driving in a good kind of foundation technique to rely on. Okay, so in four strokes time, we're gonna do our first 28. One more here. Here we go then, so up to 28 strokes per minute just push harder with the legs you're still wanting to take full strokes here so you don't shorten the drive length you just push harder with your legs in order to have a quicker drive speed 
and then you want to have a rhythm where your recovery complements your drive so if your drive goes faster your recovery is slightly faster okay two more one more and back down to 20 strokes a minute again for two minutes I'm hoping that was a nice added bit of spice for you slightly different to what we've been doing so far in this build me up series by just bouncing between these two rates introduced it yesterday or on the 10 minute workout more like but today you get a little bit more of an opportunity to row at a higher pace and a higher stroke rate because I know there are people out there who enjoy rowing at this stroke rate and intensity but there are also people out there who feel more comfortable at the higher stroke rates so I'm kind of giving a little bit to both of you because you really do become a better rower if you have both bows in your quiver or strings to your bow whatever the phrase is you can be a good low rate rower as well as a good high rate rower you'll find you'll be a better rower okay three more strokes one more and let's go back up to 28s that was a quick two minutes wasn't it so just remember that stroke rate really is controlled by how quickly you drive out of the front but also your recovery too so if you can get those arms back away from you after you finish the stroke so in out in out in a nice fluid rhythm a good flow then you'll find it a lot easier to keep your stroke rate up there okay two more one more and back down to 30s Woo. Oh. so this from my point of view it's like stretching a rubber band these fast bits where I'm kind of stretching the intensity that I'm working at 
but not to a point where I'm going to snap myself because I'm still only uh, I'd say about a week into having recovered from Covid properly it's only about a week ago that the fog cleared from my head and I didn't feel completely exhausted all the time so I'm not wanting to push it too hard and end up tiring myself out and maybe giving myself some kind of a post-viral secondary infection but that's why these 20 strokes a minute chunks are really important because the 28s are dipping my toe into the water of more intensity and then these 20s give me a chance to calm down heart rate comes down a bit but it's still up because I'm still putting in effort here alrighty three two one here we go then 28s again these should be flying by now these 28s but take a look if you've got a mirror or even just look down and make sure that you're taking full strokes that you're coming in towards the front of the machine so that your shins are pointing vertically and you're also putting in a full leg drive getting those legs down at the back of the stroke with a soft lock to the knees okay I don't want you to completely lock out your knees at the back two more strokes one more and we're back down to our last set of 20 strokes a minute time's absolutely flown by today isn't it so we still have just under three minutes to go but you get what I mean whereas day one for me coming back onto the machine those five minutes actually felt like an eternity as my strength fitness and confidence has improved from session one everything's starting to click back into place again I still don't think I'm anywhere near the strength or fitness that I was before getting ill but I can see every day my body is building and responding to what I'm doing and part of that is because I'm not overdoing it I know I'm saying that quite a lot today but as we get the duration of these rows up there 
it's important that you make sure to do it within what your body is capable of. You don't want to be boom or bust where you have a bit of energy and then absolutely overdo it. Okay, two more strokes. One more. And our last 28's coming up now. So get that stroke rate up. Push the legs into the machine. Really feel that power surge from your legs up through your body and into the handle without your back or arms fighting it by trying to get in on the action too early. Should all be legs from the front, then back follows, and then you finish with a strong arm pull. Oh, I've slowed down stroke rate wise a little bit here, but that's okay. I don't want to be overdoing it. One more. Ah. And that's 12 minutes done. Good job. So quickly fix microphone. There you go. Oh. I'd hope that worked for you. Hope that was pushing you to where you needed to be in order to develop a bit more. Certainly towards the last half of that last one minute 28. I backed off the stroke rate slightly because I was starting to feel it was getting a little bit on top of me. I'm still just not strong. I'm still not, like I said, not where I want to be. So anyway, we'll get there. So let's just get straight into a cool down. Give our body a chance to actually cool down into cool down rather than just go and plummet into cool down into being cool. Okay, so <laughs> we'll do what we always do. One foot on the ground, one foot in the straps. Then we're gonna row 30 seconds aside and then we'll do the arms and back only and then legs only afterwards, okay? So here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So just pick a stroke rate and an intensity here where you feel that you're connecting to the machine as you push with the legs, your hands are connecting the handle to the machine but importantly, you're able to get your body into the right position at the front and at the back of the stroke. Swap feet. That was a quick 30 seconds, wasn't it? So you want to have that forward tilt into the front and then a complementary backwards lean at the back. Ideally, you're going between like one o'clock forwards and 11 o'clock backwards as you go through your stroke and then you're always just tilting over your hips you're not bending your lower back last one here both feet in nice straight legs soft lock to the knees and just roll with your back and arms so you this is where I would say about the hinging tilting of your back so as you swing over your hips that's what's picking up that initial uh, connection of the handle to the flywheel. And then you add in 
your arm pull to finish off the stroke. Last one here. Then let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and that forward lean and just push out from the front. Try to hold that forward lean and straight arms the whole way. Okay? So I just want you to get used to pushing and maintaining that primed forwards position, okay? It's really important that you start the drive at least with this forward lean, straight arms, and you're not grabbing the handle. Okay, if you find yourself grabbing and pulling early, try to stop it. Right, there we go. Ran over a little bit on our cool down, but that's fine. So, you can continue to cool down, do some light rowing if you wish, or if you want to climb off the machine, Mini-Me has just started doing some stretches which you can follow along with. Most of them are around about 30 seconds long, it all depends how long this outro waffle is. However, him up there stretching is a good use of time, it's when I say goodbye, because as much as I've tried in the past, I can't make these quick. <laughs> I don't know whether it's separation anxiety, whether I just suddenly have a whole bunch to get off my chest, who knows, but no matter what, it always takes me a while to say goodbye. So, um, yeah, so you might as well make use of it and do some stretching while I'm doing so. So I hope you enjoyed this one. It's a fourth session up to 12, uh, 10 minutes. Oh, what's no, yeah, 12 minutes. I got it right the first time, idiot. Um, yeah, and uh, a good row. I mean, that's uh, by the time I factor in the light rowing we did as well, then that was 3,800 meters for me, which to be honest, this time a week ago, when I was still kind of like, oh, I'm still, I'm still tired and whatever, I wouldn't have even dreamed of being able to row 3,800 meters the week after. I mean, this is, I'm used to be able to, to, to I, I am used to being able to, there we go, this is a better sentence, to row like 15, 20,000 meters a day easily and, and, and whatever. So the fact that this is kind of where I am, this is why I need to build up. So, but it, like I say, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, whether you're a new rower, whether you're recovering from injury or illness, this concept of just adding time is really important. And remember, you don't have to do them the same way I'm doing the same way I'm doing this. I can't speak today. You don't have to go day one, two, three, four in a row. You can go one, one, two, two, three, 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 four, four, whatever. Or you can go one, two, and then one, three, and then one, four. You can kind of mix them all up together just to try and give yourself a little bit of variety, a little bit more of intensity. Because after all, we're going to just do two more of these. We'll do a 15 minute next, uh, and then the final one's going to be 20 minutes. And then once you get up to 20 minutes, I think you can basically start to look at some of the other rows that I have up here on row along um, because they start to be slightly, slightly longer. But then you'll have ones where it's interval workouts where you get a little bit of rest in between and things. And then you could maybe look at plans and whatever. But once you can row 20 minutes, you can easily row 30 minutes. It's like it's, this is the reason there's a jump between the 15 and 20. If you can do 15 minutes rowing, you can easily do 20 minutes rowing. It's really just getting up to round about that 15 at first as a new rower, especially. Um, getting that kind of feeling into your backside of being able to deal with rowing that much. Like again, if you want to, if you want to do the backside kind of recap, then the first day for me, I was kind of a little bit uncomfortable because it's the first time in, in like three weeks that I'd actually sat down on a, on a machine. And then the seven minutes was still a little bit uncomfortable, but feeling better. Yesterday, I didn't notice it at all uh, what's happening. And today, I think it's kind of, I can feel a little bit, but it's more, it's just about the, the my sit bones squashing my glutes. It's, that's where the pain's coming from. It's nothing else. It's nothing to do with like the muscle power of actually going through the row. It's just because 
my backside kind of got used to not having <laughs> having my sit bones squashing them. So my glutes went, oh, we can come back to life again. And now I'm like squashing them again. So today I felt it a little bit. And then I might again tomorrow uh, for the next session, the 15s, I might feel it a little bit more. But then by the time I got up to 20, it tends to kind of have all gone away um, by then. And then it's kind of 20, you should be okay up to run about 30. And then 30, you should be okay up to run about 40. And then it's, it's, it's basically, if somebody was pressing on any muscle of yours with a big bone, it's going to get sore after a while, but then the next day it's going to be like less sore because your body will be used to it. It's basically just the magic of the human body that it just adapts and gets used to things. And this is why we train this way, why we increase intensity and increase time is that over time, this adaptation means that your body's going to get better at doing what it is. You know, it's like if you go for, if you, even if you were to get down on the floor now and do 20 press-ups, um, it's a good chance that tomorrow your muscles are going to go, oh yeah, I remember doing 20 press-ups yesterday. But if you did 20 press-ups tomorrow, you're not going to feel the same way the day after. And this is really what training is all about in terms of your muscles and whatever, is that the more you do it, the more your body gets used to it. But then the more your body gets used to it, the more you have to do, either in terms of duration or intensity, in order for your body to continue to develop and respond. That's why you kind of you hit plateaus, where as you start, you get a really sharp increase in performance and, and whatever. And it's the same with like weight loss and stuff. When you first start, you might suddenly notice, wow, I'm losing loads, loads of weight. But then what happens is your body gets used to it and then you plateau and then you have to change something. So whether that's that you change what you're doing for a diet, if it's weight loss, that you start to kind of use, you flip it and turn it into a 16-8 fast or something, or you, um, or even you just have a, a weekend where you're like, well, I'm not going to diet, I'm going to eat normally to kind of give you kind of like a metabolic shock almost where your body goes, oh, real food. And then it goes, ah, no, well, now we're not eating. And then you you, you end up dieting or, or losing weight again. Or in the case of uh, rowing, you, in order to, if you hit that plateau, then you either add intensity or you add duration or you just look at how you're doing things slightly different. So if you're constantly doing long 30-minute rows, even if you're going sometimes slow, sometimes fast, your body's still going to kind of adapt to that. So then you might want to look at doing um, HIIT workouts, the high-intensity interval training ones. Just throw in one of them every now and then. So you're going absolutely eye-bulging, full guns blazing for 20 seconds, and then you take off like 40 seconds rest. And then you go eye-bulging, blah, for 20 seconds, and then 40 seconds rest. And that real roller coaster of your heart rate, your body goes, whoa, what's happened here? And, and then it's kind of, you destabilize it. And it doesn't have the chance to adapt. And then, it, then that will then lead into better performances. So it's the same with if you're, if you're doing weights, you just you add more weight or you change the amount of reps you do or you make the lower of a bench press a lot slower and then you explode up, all that kind of stuff. You just you do things to stop your body getting used to what's going on. Simple. Anyway, where did that come from? Hopefully he's run about done. That's where that came from. It gave him enough time for that guy to do all his stretching. Um, yeah, so... Uh, 12 minutes done. Yeah, cool. So the next one, next one coming up is going to be 15 minutes. Remember, like I say, you don't have to go uh, 5, 7, 10, 12, 15, 20. You can repeat some of them. You can go back to one. You can double up in a day. You can do one in the morning, do one at lunch and whatever. It's all up to you. You know your body. Just row these how your body reacts best. All right? Cool. So I will see you in the next one. Uh, please make sure to take it easy depending on where you're coming from. Make sure and eat well and drink well so that you give your chance, uh, your body a chance to repair itself. And I will see you in the next session. Stay safe. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.